hello. It's Thursday, the 11th of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's just gone 11 o'clock here in the UK. Myself, Lou Collins and Kat are here today. We haven't done a show for a while because I've been in Tenerife having hell trying to get home, but I made it back. Catherine is being tied up saving children from the clutches of the government. Hi, Clack. Hi, hi, love. Yeah, we've, we've been a bit out of the loop lately, haven't we? A couple of weeks, you've had a... I say a break, you need another one to recover from that one. And I've been flat out on these cases. So I just, um, you know, they're really important. So I've had my head down the last couple of weeks. Luke, yeah. It's good to be back, though. Good. Yeah, we've been we've been looking, looking into the whole P. Diddy thing. And, oh, my gosh, the Jonathan Oddie, who turned out to be the sex slave for, um, for Puff Daddy and Cassie, who also turned out to be the shooter at the Trump Hotel back in 2018 and then spilled his spilled the beans to the police about the trafficking of drugs and children around the UK involving Diddy and possibly the billionaire called Ron Burkle. He's up in court Monday. So we are obviously going to keep continuing this case because this Jonathan Oddie, I think, is going to be key to bringing down a lot of these hip hop artists and a lot of these billionaires who back them. We're getting more and more information about um, the, the pastors. Cat Williams' interview the other day exposed everything, and it was incredible. So watch this space for more on what is going on in the hip-hop world and in Hollywood. So delighted that on my favourite guest... He has stood up for the children. He has been on our podcast upon. He has turned up to the rallies. He's nothing but good. Lawrence Fox. Hello. Hi, girls. How are you? We're good. We're really good. Good. How are you? Get I'm knackered. Trouble? <laughs> Same knackered. Um, trouble? No, I'm always in trouble. They're in the pot a bit. I've always done something wrong, haven't I? You know, always. pointing out <laughs> stupid things like, you know, the madness of the world, which seems to get just ever terminably worse every time you you take a look at it. So, um, yeah, I'm all right. I, I it was nice to take a bit of break from uh, from things over Christmas, and um, it's back to the back to the the war now, isn't it? You know, you know how hard they make the war, don't they? Just now, you. I've got to talk about this first. You um, played was a star was the lead in an incredible film that they probably tried to censor left, right and centre. Yeah. The one and only Hunter Biden. You played the lead of Hunter. It was out, how long ago now? Was it 18 months ago? Yeah, I think it's about 18 months. They, 18 they months put ago. it it's out. Absolutely brilliant. Well, he's appearing in the news again. He got up and walked out of court when Marjorie Taylor Greene went to give him a, um, ask him a question. So my question to you is, how was it playing that role? It was um, it was really good. I mean, it was it was quite difficult in a lot of ways because um, the I had to smoke a lot of fake crack, and um, that's not good for your lungs. So I lost a lot of weight um, doing it, uh, and then the snorting the fake cocaine as well just sort of clogged up my lungs. So I was in. I I lost a load of weight. It was quite ill for quite a long time after. But it was you know it was really enjoyable to do and. Um, yeah, it was a it was a pleasure. Did you get any feedback? Did you did, what kind of feedback did you get? Like from the higher, you know, within the American government or people within, like Marjorie Taylor Greens, etc. What kind of feedback came? 
Well, I, I think I've got I think I've got a letter from Donald Trump somewhere oh. saying he saying he he thought it was very funny. Um, so yeah, uh, other than that, I think they just tried to pretend it doesn't exist. But if you watch the film, it's yeah. it's all the stuff that they've um, released about him already. You know, so the the guys and uh, McElhenney and Phelan McAleer who did it, who did Gosnell, you know, the abortion one as well, uh, were. You know, they're they're top top draw uh, filmmakers and writers and researchers and script and script creators and and film yeah just really great people to work with, and um, it was nice working with a load of cancelled people. You know, because they're always the thing about cancelled people is they're always nicer than not uncancelled people. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. Mm. I mean, we were we were talking. I phoned the BBC when it kind of broke October the twentieth, mm. and I've called the BBC news desk. Said I was an independent journalist. And, <laughs> and what were they doing? Why weren't they reporting that? They they made out they knew absolutely nothing. So I got the guy's name. I said, well, when you get this, I said, I want some commission because I'm giving you this story. And I think I phoned all of them. No one would give me a comment. And in the end, the guy at the BBC hung up the phone on me. So well, he said he wasn't allowed to speak to you, didn't he? he yeah, said, I'm not allowed to speak. As soon as you said, oh, I'm, an, I'm um, an independent journalist, he, he ended the conversation and put the phone down. Yeah, slammed it down, but we've got all the evidence. He got That's top it. mainstream journalism for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what 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 do you expect from the from the journos? You know, yeah, they, they especially are, the BBC. But... You've got to put them on that notice, though. You've got to do it. You, I phoned up. I've informed you. Now you go yeah. and have a look for it for yourself. But they don't. I mean, we had photos. I don't know if you saw a lot of the pictures coming from that laptop with the with um the obama malia obama's credit card um yeah. a naked bottom there was lady gargo walking around with a, a, a crack pipe in her mouth oh um, god it i mean it was it was horrific and then we had it and it was all fake news it was all fake now we know it's not do you think they are going to um stand accountable and be jailed for their crimes or do you think this is just another load of do you know what i mean cinema and theatre I, I no i i think that the um the the reason the the way the democrats behaved certainly from when trump was elected uh they're just getting their treatment back you know they they impeached a president they you know they make they made up essentially the january 6th thing was just made up <laughs> and um a fake insurrection and and biden's obviously a crook and it's it's there the family are crooks. He's uh, Joe Biden himself is a nasty, nasty racist as a man as well, and I think that people will will the the Republicans will be pushing to to do as much damage to them as possible, and quite understandably, I'm afraid is my view. You know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And let's be honest, you know, I think we've all seen the footage where you know Joe Biden can't keep his hands or his face or his nose away from children you know he doesn't even hide that we've seen it no. over again you know he's he's he just doesn't know what he's on about he's uh and his daughter's diary all of this stuff it's just it's yeah. it, all of it's just very it, it just doesn't look good it's not it's 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 really unhealthy but the thing about the you know people on this side of the argument the sort of reasonable side of the argument is we're not really into cancelling other people and ruining their lives and right. you know and making them miserable and i think that people are probably going well that might have to change a bit because you know playing nice is not working for anybody when it comes to the kids the gloves are off for me yeah, me yeah. Too. The evidence is there 
we know we know about the dark web videotape of of Clinton and her PA Huma Aberdeen. This it's all waiting. I mean, I've been chatting about this now for five years. I've been laughed at. I've lost most of my family. They just thought I was loopy. None yeah. of them are eating humble pie now, though it comes back. They try to, but it's just too much for them. They can't. They can't do it. And I do yeah. believe we are going to see some massive flip. And I do believe, like. This is a spiritual battle. Forget about anything else. This is now a spiritual battle. There are demons in charge of this world. And the only one who can really fix this, I think, is Jesus. But that's just my opinion, really. Well, I think you're probably right. It is. It is. A, it definitely is. A, it, it definitely is a spiritual battle. But then anyone who points out it's a spiritual battle um, is <laughs> gets fired. You know, look at Tucker Carlson, because it was his speech that he gave that I think it was the speech that he gave the weekend before he was fired or the night before he was fired, where he said it was a spiritual battle. And I think that that really affected um, the demons, the the demons. And, and, you know, if you don't call it out for what it is, then, um, you know, more fool you, I'm afraid. But it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think the world is the world. It's the domain. It's the domain of the devil, isn't it? So yeah, you can't yeah. really expect you can't really expect it to be that brilliant and, and um, nice. So you just you fight and you um, you try and restore some truth to it. That's the only thing I can think of doing. Yeah. So with um, you, we the bad law project. Yeah. How is that going? Anna Lufty has worked incredible on it. I've got I've got I've got all the details here. Um, how is that going? I mean, how are we going to get this education out of the schools? Or it's because we've got private schools, ex big, expensive private schools where the children of the stars go in barns over in South London. There, you know, you go on this website and it's frightening to look at the teachers, their diversity team. Um, they're not giving parents lesson content. They're advising people to go to BBC Bite Size to understand it. Um, what, where, where are we going to go from this, Lawrence? Because people even have to try and pull, pull them, and put them into private schools. Well, no, they're still going to, they're still going to get it there. Well, I mean, look, my, my, my son goes to one of these schools who yeah. practice all of this absolute child abuse, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah I um, I think what we need to do is we have to do it there's two ways of doing it i mean look if you're going up against the government you're going to you've seen with the post office scandal they'll they'll just keep throwing taxpayer money at it until the cows come home they don't care they don't have any interest in um you know in what's right and what's good so we will uh we we're, we're trying to work out i think it will be a judicial review against the guidance because it doesn't cover any of the stuff that parents who are interested in what their children learn in, at school um need to know which is they're not going to be indoctrinated by this you know vile satanic trans ideology and um so i think it'll be a judicial review as opposed to a class action case because you know the cost implications of a of a class action are so enormous that um you know we we got to think to ourselves what did they spend on the on the post office 150 million quid you know wow. I mean, where, where, where are we going to raise that from to yeah. fight the government so i think a judicial review has a has a um you know there's there's a sort of more of a cap on what you can spend so that's what we'll do anna's working on it now we'll we'll go soon but then we've got this horrible case of what's gone on with kevin lister as well who's now on a um he's now on a dbs checklist for misgendering a child what? 
Yeah. Where so is this? How... I haven't even heard of this, Kevin Lister. When was this? Yeah, it was a teacher who refused to use a child's preferred um, narcissistic pronouns. pronouns. And not only did he lose his job, but he got put on an enhanced DBS, so he can't work with children. So he's a safeguarding risk to children for, for, for being a sensible grown-up. And, oh, no. I mean, after a while, how much more madness and humanity take before the kickback comes so actually i'm sort of less worried now about their about how satanic and demonic everything is that is going on at the moment i'm slightly thinking what's the devil going to do next as the pushback to make yeah. everyone feel better because you know their rage in parents and the, and the justifiable fury it is and in the public as well over the way we've been treated especially the last three or four years that's going to boil over at some point mm. and um i certainly when i speak to people and you know and i feel it in my own heart I, there it's there's a deep deep rage about the way they've been treated definitely yeah I, I and the family the er eradication of the family it's like it's, the, the family is being completely eradicated you see what the scots bill is going through yesterday being talked yes. about yesterday it, it's just like we want to destroy the family well, they've and already it, done it, haven't they? Yeah. That's what they've yeah. done. They've, they've done, done it. The family enabled to do this. Enable. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to do it, Lawrence, because it wouldn't have gone this far because the men mostly would have stood up ages ago, but they had to emasculate the man, break down the family unit, spread out for vulnerability, and then you can control people. So they've been doing this for decades and decades, and now we're at this stage where a lot of people, although many are angry, we've got the other side then where they're completely woke. So not only have we got to try and turn this around for the kids, but these some of these adults, a lot of these adults have been drawn into this absolute nonsense of, well, abusing children. It's absolutely yeah. insane, isn't it? The cowardice of adults has been is has been a real surprise to me. But mm. I, you know, I have to you have to sort of give it the best reading you can and you just say that. There is this tradition in the, in England of people thinking that their kids are going to school and then in loco parentis, they're being looked after and they're learning their three R's and all that sort of stuff. But when you realise it's all absolute rubbish and that they're, they're not, they're just being completely brainwashed um, when they walk into school, then it is, uh, you know, incumbent on parents to turn around and go, OK, well, I'm going to I'm going to resist this. And I look forward to seeing more and more parents stand up because the only good thing about our side of the argument is once you see it, you can't unsee it, can you? Exactly, you can't turn back. Once you've woken up to it, you can't turn back. I mean, what they're doing is, because I, mean, I don't know, I was at a private school um, in Hertfordshire and every day you would do assembly, you would sing the old hymn and you'd always end, end it with the Lord's Prayer. Teachers yeah. would come into the room or an adult would come into the room and you stood up. Mm -hmm. absolutely there is nothing there is nothing like it there, there there's no respect they don't understand that we're a christian country there's no lord's prayer you know the majority of the kids are probably don't know anything about mm -hmm. our faith in this country you know all they know is father christmas comes and it's the date of jesus born i went out before christmas i could not buy a traditional Christmas card with the manger scene. Mm. Sell them. They don't sell. Well, look, if we're, if we're, if, um, you know, British people won't stand up for their own culture, then exactly. what, what can you, what can you expect? It's like you're either stand up for it or you don't. And it seems to me that people don't. We're not um, reproducing at, the, at a rate which is 
going to mean that there are going to be a sort of, you know, the traditional British family is not going to exist in um, two or three generations, three generations probably, will be, um, this country will be completely unrecognisable. And, you know, whatever your views on that, it's a, um, it's a shame because it, countries are important and places are important and indigenous peoples that people, that our friends on the left keep going on about they're also important and valued and we and we are indigenous people to these islands so to have our religions uh destroyed and taken away and mocked and um to have the sort of the, you know just the open racism that you see against and encouraged against um white-skinned people in this country is just really sad i find it really sad that people don't stick up for the, themselves that's what i, I find the english man it's the english person in london now is completely like the minority I don't realise oh, it when I go back up there, and I'm I'm quite glad I'm down in my little corner of Devon because yeah. there's a hellhole up there. Yeah, it's it's certainly not a um, it's certainly not a place I would ever live if it wasn't for where my kids had to go to school. You know, I I I just I wouldn't live here at all. Yeah, it's we've a, got critical yeah. race theory to to you know contend with yeah. as well now, haven't we? Well, they... that's taken a bit of a bashing, which is good in America, you know. So that's been nice to see that the diversity, equity, and inclusion, and and well, at least our side is starting to get down to the to the nuts and bolts of of defining what the problem is, which is um, which is encouraging, you know, to to say, look, we've got a um, you, you can't t- be teaching this stuff. This is really, really racist, segregationist, Jim Crow era nastiness. So, you know, at least people have got it. Got, they've got a name for it now: diversity, equity, and inclusion. When, whenever, whenever anyone spouts it, you know that that's what they're up for. And um, you know, and, and and I do think that sort of crying racist thing about everything is is people are actually, as I said on questions, I think people are starting to get bored of it. You know, we're a really tolerant and warm, welcoming country. Too tolerant and warm sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm what I'm noticing down here in Devon, Lawrence, is you go out, I have not seen one single immigrant family. Right. All I am seeing down here in Devon is men of between the ages of 20 and maybe 35 called into the local shop out sitting outside there's a english guy veteran with his jack russell dog on his blanket yeah as i'm walking in the shop to go and buy him a pasty i'm followed in by two big guys with their new mobile phones asking them how they put all of this credit on their phones can barely speak a word of english they weren't from Ukraine. They were actually from Georgia. There mm. have complaints of young girls being harassed by foreigners. Um, I popped into a shop the other day where there was a Slovakian girl who's came here correctly. She'd been here 20 years. She said, this country is being invaded. Yeah. What are we that, call you a... How are we going to get these people out of the country? Because we don't know who they are. We live on a little island where anything could happen, that they can mm. move around as quickly as anything. What what yeah. what do we do about our borders, Lawrence? And how do we get rid of these people? Well, the problem is, um, you you know, unless you have a political party which is going to be in power that wants to get rid of them, or or at least wants to stop the the worst excesses of this stuff, then we're we're left with it. We 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 got no say, and they, they kill off any um, insurgent political parties. I mean, reform are doing what they're doing. 
but the um you know it took us three years to get bank account we got our bank accounts closed you know you say anything about in a, in objection to uncontrolled immigration you're a racist you say we're being invaded you're a racist you say where are the women and children you're a racist and you know in england that's a very powerful attack on somebody and i think people are frightened to to say look this is this is not what we this is not what i signed up for it's not what this country signed up for it's not what i voted for and um and it's it's a it's a real shame but you know there are also we we you know i, I meet quite a lot of immigrant families when i'm walking around and doing my various things and there's some really amazing and wonderful and brilliant um immigrant families in this country but i can't see how boatloads of people arriving, military-age males arriving in this country is going to be anything but an absolute catastrophe in the long term. And for it's not, unless, you know, we stand up and say, look, we, we don't like this, it'll be our kids that have to deal with it. Yeah. And that's re- that's not fair on them either. Exactly, exactly. The whole point really, isn't it? Because if we don't do something now, then it's our kids who are going to suffer the consequence. You know, and they won't. The, there's not much assimilation, as you say. People don't really want to learn the language. They don't, they they don't want to understand the culture. I mean, I was out in London on the um, on the Palestine protests, and 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 these are people that not only don't like Britain, they hate Britain. Yeah. So that that's a uh, that's quite a sobering thought. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of them. They and it's very difficult. You know, we we're meant to live in a secular liberal democracy. I know we got the Church of England, but that's been completely captured as well. Um, so, you know, where are our faith leaders? Where are those people that are, that are, are going to have the courage to, to stand up and, and, you know, certainly defend Christianity because at the moment Christianity is not Christianity. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what version of the Bible, um, it's Justin diversity. It's a diversity yeah. Christianity, a diversity yeah. Christianity. It's, it's just horrendous which, which basically isn't christianity at all yeah because it? it's worship it's the lord your god with all your heart and there is you know there's just one of him so yeah it's just it's it makes you so sad doesn't it that's the thing it just yeah. makes you so sad about um about the opportunities that the that the country we people were thinking i think people were thinking post brexit we could get a bit of national identity back but <laughs> no, it just goes to show none of the politicians want you to have a sense of national identity because they think it's racist as well everything's racist now you know and it, but you, you don't no one's asking for diversity in um islamabad or in no, you exactly. know nairobi it's only in the west where we've got a worship at the altar of diversity and i think people are a bit fed up with it if i'm honest yeah, there are a lot of people fed up with it. But as you say, there are a lot of people too frightened to say anything. They don't want to be called a bigot, a far-right extremist, a homophobe, a transphobe, a racist. I quite like being called word. a far-right extremist now. I can't, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We're the round of it. <laughs> Badge of honour. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I was going to say something. So I've been suggesting, Um, I went back on, because I used to present the UK column with Brian when we started, Mm. Brian had me on to do a show called Gutsy Women. And we've been talking, and I do talk about this a lot. I'm trying to get people within their communities to call their, just ask one question of their MP. Mm. You support RSE education. That Mm. way you're going to find out if you're, if he's going to stand by you and not let your children be indoctrinated. And I keep saying these people at the moment, yes, we know the system sucks, but at the moment, this is what we've got. Yeah. So let's use this. Just ask that one question. And then yeah. we would like to know what they said. And then we can get some sort of a demographic going to say, okay, yeah. 
you in Watford, your MP, he 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 doesn't support it. So let's let's give this guy, let's boost this guy up. He doesn't yeah. support RSE, let's help them. Let's call out these politicians. Yeah. Um, and it's just trying to get the message across because people they're all sitting there and they're doing their Facebook warrior and everything. But when it comes to doing actually doing something, they don't. I mean, how do we get something like that? Because this would show so much if we could have some sort of demographic of what our so-called leaders and who are representing us yeah. feel about it. Because 90% yeah. I would say support RSE. I think they did first of all, you've got to tell people what RSE is and what yeah. PSHE is, yeah. because we're still, you know, in this great thing. Everyone is still very much in the dark about um, I mean, you know, what you're doing and what Anna's done and Barbara's done and, and lots of people are doing is trying to bring this stuff to the front line. But I think parents would just rather not know some of them. They're just like, oh, it's fine, it's school. But, the you know, when they get their kids, and I've got this now with my mates whose kids are turning into teenagers and the stuff that they're arguing with their parents about, they're shocked. And they went, I can't believe I let this stuff happen when my kid was little because he's just completely brainwashed, permanently offended, angry, doesn't want to get married, hates, you know, it's just, it's just fills kids' brains with rot. So, yeah, I think it's it's two, three things. It's the campaigning to highlight the issue. It's the writing to the MPs. And then it's it's trying to find someone brave in Parliament who'll deal with it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, <laughs> that, that Parliament is, uh, it's not full of the greatest minds in the world, is it? No. And you actually did, you um, brought... Um you know, a point up there, Lawrence, which is worth mentioning about your friend and and his um, son or his daughter, his teenager. This is the issue, right? So what is happening? And my point is we, why we've got to fight for the kids. Because if we're focused on something else, this they're throwing that spanner straight in the, in the work between the parent and the child. And at the same time, don't forget, they've given our children all of these rights so this is where the, you know, the family breakdown in this sense is coming from. So now not only is it breakdown between parents, it's now breakdown between the parent and the child. And they're very aware that this would have happened. Like you say, they're coming home and arguing because they've learned all this new crap at school. And now they're saying, they're telling their parents they're wrong and they've got these rights. You know, it, it completely falls apart. It opens it all up for what it truly is, which is indoctrination of the whole of society. But in order to do that, they have to hit the kids first, and they already have two generations well, at least. Yeah, you 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 you've got to hold the parents accountable for that though as well, and you got to turn around to the parents and go, "Where were you?" Because yeah, this that's stuff, the thing; this... they don't really know. That's I mean, they, you know, yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, my my child's home educated has been for years anyway, but some of them don't realise until it's it's a bit too late. You know, like you say, they they mm -hmm. still, oh, they just they think it's school. They think it's what they had it when they were at school. And then by the time they realise, actually, something's not quite right, it's too late. This is yeah. how powerful indoctrination is. You know, you get them at three, which is where they go in. By the time they're six, seven, eight, they're going to start, you know? And sadly, well, I... there are a lot of parents out there who have their kids and then give them a tablet. Yeah. Worse and they're people. watching this tablet with BBC BBs or whatever, yeah, they, they haven't got a clue. They're doing, you know, they're probably sitting on their phones playing Candy Crush or something. And while their kids yeah. are sitting there being educated and looking at this thing, and then they're being after that, they're being handed over to some woke lunatic that's just walked out of the university. Yeah, who's going to be telling them that men can have babies and don't worry, 
you're gonna that you little girl you're gonna start bleeding when you're 11 but don't worry we can start you on hormone blockers and then we can just take away you you know take away the person that you are exactly. yeah that's that that that's that's what when the, the spiritual spiritual aspect of it is really um is really comes to the fore because it's 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 completely satanic child abuse that's what it is no other word for it there's no no point in dressing it up in any other way it's 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 just it's awful there was someone the other day who was saying that all children should be put on puberty blockers um just as a matter of course you know just to just to make sure that they uh you, you, you know that they could choose their own gender at the the time of their choosing and it's just like what mm. the hell is wrong with you lot and, and it attracts a bunch of very very dark and twisted individuals and i'm yeah. not scared to say it the That's education fine. system yeah absolutely it's a dangerous place to, to put your kids into school it's a dangerous place i met a girl in tenerife she was a black girl with her they lived over in greenwich she had a white partner they had two little kids one started playing up just started school the other one's due to start school and we only met mm. just chatting in a restaurant I saw her the following day and she said after talking to you i'm taking my kids out of school good we sat well, there and we talked and talked and talked and i said you know they're pitting us against each other i said when i talk to someone i don't see color and she goes yeah no. and, she goes, and she's even going on about blm so people are getting it but then you've that, still that, that in itself now to say that you're colorblind is racist as well. So, I mean, look, the hope is um, the hope is that the Americans who have definitely got more annoyed of, with this than we have so far, as far as I can gather, that the hope is that the 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 American election will bring some sanity back to to, to the West because it's it's an existential problem across the whole of societies all over the West, all over the Anglosphere, really. And it's just so, so sad. So yeah. sad to see it happen. Talking about the election. Yeah. Do you think do you think they're going to put Biden in or are they going to bring in Michael, Obama or Hillary? Oh what do you reckon? Um, what do you reckon? Well, they're in, a, they're in a pickle, I think, because, <laughs> you know, they can't put Pamela in. Uh, so they'll have to... I think they'll... Biden will probably step down at some point just before the election, maybe, and maybe they'll bring in Gavin Newsom. I don't think, think Hillary will work. You don't think Big Mike coming into it will either? Big Mike is not it? Big Mike. Um, I don't know about Big Mike, whether whether um, he'll turn up, but uh, he was on a podcast the other day going, going on, you know, just so much the same stuff about how the state needs to be involved and how everything needs to be run by the government. And it's like, no, it doesn't. The whole point of the, of the way society was structured, especially Western liberal societies, is that the parents do the raising, not the government. Yes, exactly. The government and not the people you want raising your children. Definitely Absolutely not. 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 So, uh, what's next for you, Lawrence? What's what, what? What have you got going on, twenty twenty four? So, I'm just waiting on the um, just waiting on this uh, for a judgment on this court case that went on last year, where I was again called a racist for criticising Sainsbury's for uh, having segregated safe spaces for black people in their shops, um, and I was called a racist for saying that that was segregationism. Uh, so, everything is just completely backwards everything yeah how is yeah. that racist by pointing out that it's being divisive by doing it in the first honestly this world they decided is... to raid your home as well didn't they 
Yeah, the cops raided my home. Uh, they took all my kids' devices and everything. They came around the other day trying to um, to get permission to get into my kids' devices, and I said no. And I said, no, actually, I think I said, do you have a warrant? He said, no. And I told, I used some pretty colourful language to tell him where he should probably spend the rest of his afternoon. And it wasn't very near me. <laughs> um, and then I, yes, I'm waiting on that judgment. And then we're going to, we're putting this stuff together. I'm trying to work out, I'm having a think about whether I should um, stand for the London mayor again, because I'm just, I, Sadiq Khan is, that man is just pure poison. You've got kids oh. walking around with hunting knives, stabbing each other. And um, he's spending all the taxpayers' money on his pointless um, fireworks displays with trans flags and Palestinian flags. So I don't want that. No, we don't want that. And London is the capital of England. And this, I'm not being racist here, but how many county councils are now being run by Muslims? I'm it's... sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm going to get so much shit and I don't care. We are being taken over from every single... The English are being, I always think of the film Gladiator. If we can't um, force them out, we'll breed them out. Yes, it, that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, Braveheart. If yeah. we can't get them out, we'll breed them out. That's yeah. it. And I believe that's with, with people coming in from Eastern European, wherever. We yeah. are, our values are drip, drip, dripping away. And soon there's not going to be anything left. Is no. Well, there's. This, the, the, the point you is, you know, we, we you need to run for mayor, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. I agree. well, I would do it just to just to really attack him um, and to try and sell it. You actually, it, why don't you try having a person in charge instead of some professional politician type? Because they they've failed us on every issue. Um, so I'm thinking about that. Um, we're, we've got some other court cases that we're looking at in terms of. Uh, going after the government but again there's a big and mighty beast and um yeah we'll we'll just sort of work our way through and do we obviously do a bit of media stuff and um we'll see where we get to it's uh you've got to see what works but i think at the moment they the, the fact that they haven't managed to kill me off yet really annoys them so that that's um that's always a bonus isn't it we just need more lawrence foxes yeah, we do. Well, and you need, just... they, we do need some men to stand up and say, hang yeah. on a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And... You know, we, me and Kat say we're going to die on this hill. We're never going to stop when it comes to the kids. We're going to keep exposing it. We don't care. We've lost everything. We're unemployable. But it, it, it doesn't really. We've got what we need. We've got roof over our heads. And yeah. we ain't going to stop. But it would really be nice if we could have some bloody muscle and some men just to, like, be there. I mean, there's a couple of there's a couple within the truth movement. Good you know, handful. Yeah. But we need more. We need more yeah. men. Yeah, it'll become. Can... It'll become. It will become. Once men have realised that trying to pander to third wave feminists isn't, it may get them. Um, you know, may get them hooked up of an evening, but it's not going to make them a happy person. Then, um, then we'll, we'll we'll probably see how that how that turns out. But it will become again. Uh, Masculinity is not. It's it's just sort of on sabbatical. It's not. It's not gone forever. It, it just needs to be returned and people need to go. It's it's good to be strong. There's nothing wrong with strong men. No, there's not. There's toxic masculinity being thrown around way too much and that's caused a lot of problems as well. I just I know, want to just... jump in with EB News. What's going on there? Oh, I don't know. I don't watch what it. it... I, I stopped watching it as soon as you... I don't watch it anyway. I only watched your show. I really did. Yeah. I, got, I used to get triggered um, by, what's his face, Neil Oliver... 
because I begged and begged and begged for him to yeah. just say a few words about the kid. This is really important. Mm. Wouldn't touch it. Wouldn't touch it. And it's just, well, it's just another. It's just another arm of the BBC, and these people aren't just as woke. He's the thing about Neil is he really does care. But you know, I know he cares. You, but you try and you try and deal with those those people. You can't say that. Can't say this. Can't say that. And then they have the gall to call themselves the home of free speech. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah but he needs to grow a pair. He needs to grow a pair and talk about. Like, but he's, he's also sick. got. A, he needs to. You know, like everyone, Neil needs to get paid, and he needs to. He, he needs to be able to survive, and and that's <laughs> where they get a lot of people. They get a lot of people on the fact that you know they're just gonna. It's your. They, they take your livelihood away from you. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Well, we and know. That, because we're in, I'm in the same situation. I've been cancelled now for nearly five years, and I've, mm. I was able to get work. And if it wasn't for old Clive De Carl, the natural health doctor, literally saved my life. Because no right. one, would, no one would employ me. I was too dangerous. They'd look at my social media. They'll see pictures of me and Brian. They'll see me presenting the UK column. They'll go to my Facebook and yeah, that's where it ends. Mean that is <laughs> my Facebook page. They're like, no way. I don't care no anymore. I don't care though. I, I, I'm lucky to have a roof over my head. You know, I live with my mum now, so you know, I, yeah, I am in the two houses bit... taken off her. They yeah, I lost yeah. both my homes. I had to move back in with my mum mid thirties, but you know, I'm glad that I did because you know, my dad died from the COVID vaccine in 2021, and I wouldn't have been able to have a relationship with him the last few years. So I do count myself lucky to be able to spout my mouth. Then, if you if you like, because I've got nothing. Yeah them to come and take so i do get it i i understand especially from a medical point of view which is where my work mostly is most of these as much as it, it really does frustrate me i know you know they they only do i know a lot of them know things but they only do it because they like you say they've got a mortgage they've got children they've got yeah. you know uh, and they're too frightened you know to say anything so i totally understand it although it does rile me i get it <laughs> at the yeah, same Lawrence, time. i just want to ask you one thing so <clears throat> Like for years, my focus has always been on the institutionalised child abuse, looking at what mm. went to Dolphin Square, Leon Britton, um, Savile, the whole stuff. I mean, I was talking about Epstein back in 20, 2009, 2010. My focus has always been on the children. There are still serving politicians who are involved in child abuse. I've gone back and I found the links. Do you remember Mark Dutroux in Belgium? Yes. Mark, in case he was stealing kids. Um, they made out that he was the only, he was a lone, the lone wolf. You see the white papers from all the stories from the survivors where they were taken to this grand house. The grand house, one of the grand houses they were taken to has linked to Balenciaga, Marina Abramovich. This is every single scandal that there is with regards to the ch children. They all yeah. Every single thing, down to Balenciaga, to Epstein, to Savile, you know, the BBC, it it just doesn't stop. One question I want to ask, why do people still work for the BBC? Because if you knew a company was that involved with the abuse of children, the list goes on of their presenters yeah. who've been involved. Why would you want to go and work for them? Why are people well, still working for the BBC? And nobody still talks about the links about the child trafficking, Sound of Freedom, I thought would wake a lot more people up than what it did. Mm -hmm. What do we do, Lawrence? Because the only thing to me that matters is the children and exposing this, because there are children going through hell every single day. 
Yeah, there really are. And um, I, I, it was very, I watched Sound of Freedom last night, actually. And um, it was, it was really a um, harrowing experience. So and powerful, though. Reminiscent. You don't even and, see anything. You don't see anything. No. But the thing at the end where he said it's the, it's the, you know, now the second biggest yeah. crime industry on earth. And you think when it, when the, when the truth does come out, which it invariably does, just takes, forever sometimes um the bbc will will be will look so dreadful and i think they they've they've really made themselves look poor as a um as an organization anyway in the last several years so i, I think more and more people are switching off how, how many they lost another five hundred thousand people from their license fee um tax uh you know sort of highwayman tax uh didn't they and then you know they're, they're going to lose more and that's the that's the best we can hope for is that it as this as it as it took a long time to bring in all of this disgusting vileness, it'll take quite a long time to root it out as well. But it but root it out it will be, whether well, they like don't it or talk not. About it, you see, this is all the thing I've I would try no, it's too uncomfortable, Lou. You know, and then the next thing, you're not getting invited to so many places in case I'm gonna make everyone feel a little bit shit about themselves because this is happening. And yeah, yeah I just I just don't get it because if we don't talk about it, it's going to continue. That's basically that is that is how it boils down to. If people could put the energy in just talking about the children instead of frigging COVID or five G, I don't believe I don't believe these um, CBDCs are going to come in. The fifteen minute cities. At one point, people are saying hey, we're going to come through our door and we're going to be mandatory jabbed and we're going to be put in these camps, etc. No, we ain't. No, no, God's got this, but we have got to see it for ourselves. People have got to be aware of what could happen. Um, well, we're, we're, we're being strangled. We're being slowly strangled or boiled, yeah. you know, in that lovely analogy that people like to use about the frogs. We're, we are, we're just being slowly boiled. But but as you say, you know, it, it's it's not it it's not and it will not go on forever. It's just it's just strange that we happen to live in the time that it is going on, and it's um and we just have to encourage all of those who speak up against it to speak up against it, and also we have to have each other's backs because that's the bit that really made me very disheartened about GB News was the fact that no one had my back. No. They were they they were loving. They almost loved it. They were like, yeah, brilliant. Now we can we'll we'll have our own thing, and it's like, well, hang on. We're meant to fight together, guys. That's that's kind of the point. Yeah. But um, they they chose not to. So we'll always you know, have your back, Lawrence. We'll always. I know you do, girls. <laughs> I know you do. Right, listen. You get on with your day. Um, people can find you on Twitter. I love your Twitter. It's so funny. And oh my god, your followers. Oh, uh, what what are they like? I don't really read my followers. It's just deranged. I love them. I, I love know, them. It's such entertainment. Yeah, they just, I, I, I very rarely go into a reply unless I, you know, fortunately mm. my replies seem to be people I know at the top, but I mean, I'm, I'd am i rarely cycle back down through and have a, and have a look. Oh. So um, it is quite, yeah, I mean, it's You can just see funny. them they're opening Twitter and it comes up and they're triggered by whatever you're, it's hilarious. I do recommend yeah. everybody look, follow Lawrence <laughs> on Twitter, on X or whatever he's calling it now. Yeah, exactly. Get I it, just want to ask something before. Uh, keep us posted I was going on the judicial review because obviously we had ours, didn't we, against the Welsh yeah, yeah. government? Well, that was about £100,000, I think, in the end for 
um, <clears throat> a lot less than whatever it was for the post office thing, obviously. But yeah, keep us posted because we went in for the the point we went in for hours. We had five claimants, so five parents from Wales, and they were going on the um, you know the opt out. We the parents want because obviously in Wales, three yeah. to sixteen, it's mandatory, no opt out. Um, so that's what we went in on. Obviously, you know, we lost the case. Um, yeah. So we didn't basically what they said on that score. And this should really raise alarm bells, actually. And this is in the judgment for anybody who wants to read it. But when it comes to parental rights, what they, actual, what they actually said in that room was, you don't really have parental rights. You've got parental responsibility. We're doing it. And the only thing you can do is homeschool or private educate. And that is it. it. And that all depends if the private educator decides not to do it. They don't have to do it if they're not funded by the government, but it's their choice. So, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how that, um, how far into it are you at the moment? Is it started the process? Have you put Yeah, any- I, I mean, you'll have to, well, you'll have to get Anna on and, and have her fill you in more, in a more detailed way because, you know, I'm, um, I don't, I, she'll do it better justice than I am. But yeah, all the balls are rolling. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I want to get Anna on. I do definitely want to get Anna on because she's just incredible in the work she's done. Yeah, she's a brave. She's a brave woman. Yeah, she really is. Well, Lawrence, we won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much for sparing the time to come on today. I would say we've got your back. Anyone who hasn't seen the My Son Hunter, I urge everyone to have a look at it. It's an absolutely brilliant film. It'll give you some outline about that evil creature. Um, Yeah. Hunter Biden, who stormed out yesterday uh, when Marjorie Taylor Greene went to uh, went to question him, which was hilarious. So Lawrence, he is Dr- a creature. That's a good way of describing him. Creature, is the only word you can. So, yeah. Lawrence, thank you so much. My pleasure, girls, and lots of love. We'll and, doing it again. Keep up the good fight. You thank too, you, God Lawrence. Bless, Lawrence. Bye, girls. Bye. Bye. What show? Cat. What show? Um. Right. Hello. Oh, you are there. Just, just I'm there. I'm there. Brilliant uh, show. That was brilliant. In a, in yeah. a, absolutely brilliant. And yeah, I, I hope he does go for Maryland, and even if it's just a fucking piss. Oh, I think, yeah, I think yeah. he definitely should. He really yeah. should. So, yeah. um, yeah, good show. Good show. How's things with you, sweetheart? Because we haven't spoken. All I've right, love. Hell. Well, we have spoken privately, but not on air. And uh, especially, so what's going on? I'm good, yeah. I've, you know, like I say, got a lot of these um, <clears throat> meetings, sorry, meet cases going on at the moment. So I've had my head in there. So I've been really busy. I have actually been reading um, a book as well, another Catherine Itson one um, on pornography. This was written oh, 30 odd years ago. Very, very interesting, but very, very harrowing, um, you know. So I'm back on this side of things again. But obviously, you know, at some point in the coming weeks, maybe in the coming months because of these cases now, we'll be doing our presentation that, you know, so I'll be doing the one on pornography um, and there'll be three other talks then. Um, you know, we're going to do like a six hour event type of thing. So, yeah, I've got my head back in that, you know, and so it really does, even though, you know, I can go to the depths of hell with it. There's always something else that'll shock me further. It's just... I know. It just never ends, does it? Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. The former president of Pride faces sexual interference, exploitation and child pornography charges. I just saw it I because you sent me the screenshot and you. Um, I yeah. literally saw it this morning. So I haven't looked into it, but I have. Yeah, um, I've seen that. Um, it, you just couldn't make it up, love, could you? You, you know, this is serious stuff. 
Where was it? What area was it? Huh? What area was it? I don't know. It's on the Daily Wire, so it could be the States. I haven't actually looked. It was actually off of Lawrence's. Lawrence posted it. So um, I repost it and I will go in and have a look. I don't know if anybody saw. I'm urging everyone to get onto Twitter. Go onto Alex Jones's page. Scroll down and see the interview he did with a guy called Jim Bauer, I think, Brewer. I watched it last night. It's a two-hour interview. But if oh, he's that comedian, isn't he? Oh, my gosh. This interview. Alex Jones even said it was all about faith. And even if you're not, <clears throat> you, know, you, you don't have much faith in your life, it's honest to God, this, this interview, I got sent it by four different people. I will what I will ask have a listen. You've got to watch it. You've got to watch it. He's got the in the comedian Jim Brewer on. And it's honestly if Alex, I I I haven't listened to Alex in absolutely years and years and years, but this interview is really worth a listen, guys. So I might um I might link it actually so everyone can take it. Yeah, put it in the thing below. Yeah. Um so that's it. Kat, we might be doing another show later with Slip Matt. Oh, right. What's happening? I don't know yet. I've just had a message. So I will let you know. So that's it. LibertyTactics.co.uk, exposing the lie.info, publicchildprotectionwales.org. And um, there are links below this show and on the website to Clive DeCarl. Um, if you do get your products off of Clive, maybe you can help us along because we are affiliated. Click his little face and order your products via Liberty Tactics. It really will help us out. That's it. Excellent. Brilliant show. Brilliant show. So we may be back later then with Slip Matt. I don't know if I knew. I hope I am. But let me know. Keep me posted. And we'll see you soon, guys. God bless. Mm -hmm.